0: Welcome to AFC North Talk, aka the best division in football, AFC North, and of course, obviously some of the best sports <laughs> guys in there. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, it
1: sounds okay, weird. It's a little
0: muffy. Can you hear yeah, me now? Um, yeah, there you go. All yeah. right, sorry about that. Welcome to AFC North Talk. Um, obviously, the best division in football. We have only got two games this week, which is, you know. Kind of crazy because me and Quincy, we both on a buy. We're on a, a beach somewhere in, in Cali right now, uh, <laughs> relaxing, waiting for, waiting for uh, stuff to to take part. But obviously, we still got two games. Still got two teams in the division here to talk. Tony, how you doing tonight? I'm doing
1: great. Uh, you know, Steelers are obviously seven and zero, feeling good about it. But you know, now they come into the Steelers have three trap games in a row, so uh, that's what the Steelers have to avoid over the next three weeks. I have to talk myself into the idea that this won't be, this isn't the trap game. Next week is the trap game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Definitely.
2: Sonny, what's going on, my guy? Hey, man, doing good. You know, Ravens bounce week this week. Also, you know, my internet is as fast as Nevada's counting.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right, right. Go ahead,
2: Sonny. I was going to say that that could explain it, Sonny. If
0: if
3: your internet (laughs) is powering the county Nevada, then this explains
0: a lot. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Quincy, what's going on, my guy?
3: Yeah, I'm just chilling. I was having a nice bye week, then YouTube took my check. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just your touch sports. We're
1: just
0: doing that, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think your mic is actually the room mic as well. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah here we go. Right there. better? All right. <laughs> yep. Much better. Okay, good, good. Oh, YouTube took that too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Goodness. Yeah, man. YouTube's got to definitely get uh, Quincy's situation. Yeah, get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Come on, YouTube. Tighten up. Come on now. All right. So, Let's talk about uh, the first game. Tony kind of talked about it being a trap game, right? Uh, we've got Steelers and the Cowboys. Is Andy Dalton even playing? Because I think Andy Dalton now is on the C list, and I'm going to say C list so we don't get what you guys know that we will get if we yep. said other word. Yeah. Uh, so this is, I, I believe they have a rookie, right? Isn't that right, Tony? Isn't there, they said, like, so? They direct? don't want to play DiNucci, uh because he
1: is probably better off at a pizza joint than a uh, than a <laughs> quarterback, uh, yep. and so they're going to play.
0: It looks like either Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert. Hold on, breaking news. I Very think right. I think my agent just called me and said Dallas <laughs> wants me to try out at quarterback. The result is gonna be the same. Ace Boogie is signing to the Cowboys to take the Squillers down this weekend and try to there try to go. do my thing. But getting into this game, Tony, what are <laughs> your what are your thoughts on, on the game? Uh, well,
1: obviously, you know, like every Steeler fan, the, the the thought going in is, is this the trap game? right? And, you know, you're a 7-0 football team right now. You're cheering for a 7-0 football team. You know, 16-0 is probably too good to be true. So the only question is not if you're going to lose, but when, right? When is this team, when am I going to watch this football team finally lose a game? And is this going to be the week? Now, you know, when you talk about Mike Tomlin coached football teams that go on the road as 10-point favorites, well, it used to be said that those teams wouldn't just, you know, play tight, right? We talk about the Steelers playing down to their opponent. There was a time in Mike Tomlin's career, going all well, the way back to 2015, where he was four and three, 57% win uh, win percentage in games where he was where his team was on the road favored by 10 points or more. Now, I I wasn't able to get uh, the the numbers for the most recent years because Pro Football Reference makes you pay for their stats now, so uh, I don't have the last five years. But I imagine he's been he's been better. Feels like he's been better since than haven't had too many catastrophes on the road since. But, you know, that's still a thing, uh, and so that's what you have to worry about. And then if you're talking about the X's and O's of this football game, I think the problem for the Steelers in this game is Tyson Aluolo's out. We saw last week the Ravens had a ton of success running the football. They ran for nearly 300 yards, right? I mean, you know, as we talked about on Tuesday, Ravens fans would have liked to see their team run even more. That's how much success that they were having. So when you're going up against a a Cowboys team that you know is going to run the football, you know they're going to go through Zeke if Zeke plays, although I guess he was limited. In practice again, that's the worry. No Tyson Alualo. He's so good at nose tackle. Uh, you know, he's he when he's on the field, there's a, a completely different uh uh run defense with the Steelers. And then they're also gonna miss Isaiah Bug. So the Steelers are gonna be down to their basically third string nose tackle, maybe Carlos Davis, a seventh round rookie out of Nebraska, a guy who wasn't even on a lot of the draft uh, sites. So, you know, the, the Steelers have some depth issues for sure. But we are talking about a Cowboys team that's gonna like we talked about, gonna be Cooper Rush at quarterback, going to be Garrett Gilbert at quarterback, and you talk about a Steeler pass rush that is going to be in his face all day. We've seen what they've done to teams, uh, game after game. It just you, you just you just can't imagine that he has a ton of success. But I will say this: Let's go back and remember that game against Denver when when uh, when uh, what's his face came in uh, Driscoll, right? And the Broncos did have some success in that football game. Occasionally, this happens. The Steelers, it, weird things happen, and and teams have more success. I don't imagine that that's going to be the case. I I, I have a really hard time. You know, again, convincing myself that this is the trap game. I really feel like this should be a 40-point blowout. This is going to be a game in which the Steelers pad their turnover numbers uh, and Ben Roethlisberger and, and that team should have a big day. But, you know, anything can happen, right? I mean, at this point, you know, everyone's going to predict the Steeler win. It's just about whether or not that team shows up and, and takes care of business.
0: Quincy, what are your thoughts on this game, bro? Cooper Rush.
3: like that. That's a real guy. Rush? Yeah. yeah, it's yes. not a
1: video game character. Yeah, uh, he is actually a quarterback in the National Football League.
3: And Garrett Gilbert, are there two choices at quarterback right now? Um, That is what sounds like what would be a 500 team in the XFL's quarterback choice. Um, (laughs) Not really an NFL team that's going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's obvious that's not happening. If that happens, then, boy, there's a lot of other things that need to be questioned about the Pittsburgh Steelers and how high they got them themselves. But I I don't don't think it's going to happen. Now, what's probably going to happen... Is that this is going to be within 14 points or within like, you know, 17 or it's going to look like it's within seven late and then Pittsburgh's going to get like five turnovers at the end of the game. Either way, for a long period of this game, it's going to look like it's been closer than it should be. And a lot of people are going to take away from that. Oh, my God, are the Steelers in trouble? Look, I've already learned from my analysis the first four weeks. It's irrelevant how they play against these teams they are going to beat them. The defense is going to look bad for like two quarters. And then when they need them the most, they do what the Steelers do, which is get turnovers, big time stops, and they look like the Steelers' uh, defensive vote. So, yeah, Cooper Rush ain't beating the Steelers. Um, <laughs> neither is former Brown, Garrett Gilbert, practice squad member of the Browns, um, Garrett <laughs> Gilbert, two times. Yeah, yeah, this ain't happening. And he was only on the team for the Browns because he was Baker Mayfield's high school teammate. Like, this is this is the level. Like, what was that guy, Jim Sorgi? Jim Sorge for the Colts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is essentially like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Jim Sorge? <laughs> yeah, they they don't win it. They don't win it. I don't. I don't. I, I wish I could give you more big brain analysis, but they're starting Cooper Rusher or or Garrett Gilbert. Like, yeah, nah. If a lot weapons, I mean, if you have a lot of weapons at wide receiver. Yeah, but it's right. like. You got Mason Rudolph throwing to these weapons. Like, what does it matter? That's what the Steelers learn. Yeah. They are. They are 7-0 and right now. They went 8-8 last year with all the weapons because Mason Rudolph and Duck were playing for quarterback. And I promise you they would rather have Mason Rudolph or Duck on the Cowboys right now because <laughs> they well, are I'll much- tell you what. The, the, the Cowboys, if they would
1: have got – I mean, they could have got Duck because Duck's on the practice squad right now. I don't know if the Steelers protected him. Maybe they did, but – uh, the Cowboys could have had Duck. I, it was a worry for me because, boy, on this podcast, I'm going you know, to tear up my heart here.
2: I gotta, Do I cheer for my Steelers or do I cheer for my boy Duck? I don't know what to do. You, you already lost one, right, A Moncrief. You already lost Moncrief. You I know, won. Moncrief okay. already on the Patriots. That's one guy. Pour that
1: one out. Unbelievable. Yeah, Switzer. Exactly, <laughs> Switzer's on the Browns. All my favorite guys.
2: All my favorite guys are going to my hated enemies. sunny
0: <laughs> what are your thoughts on this game, bro?
2: Look, I, I believe Cooper Rush was brought from the – Giants practice squad he was there two weeks ago if I'm not mistaken, and they brought him because Andy Dalton went down and needed another quarterback even when the Dallas Cowboys were healthy right we're talking about um, Dak and and all the other ones the offense struggle and then they put points late in the game that's basically how they play the first couple weeks and then when Dalton was there he played good the one game, and then obviously the game that he he got took out uh, or concussed, he was not playing good. Up Until that point, he was not playing good. This is a team that on paper, on paper, looks really good, right? It has some weapons on the receiving side. Uh, the O-line used to be good. used to be really good. Yeah. Now they're a shadow of themselves. Uh, injuries have killed that O-line as well. Uh, Smith has always held, uh, always uh, hurt the center. Um um, Fred, Frederick is how you pronounce his name? Anyway, the centers also always hurt. So that's problematic. And I think that's what also has killed the running game as much and the quarterback play. And then on the other side of defense, this is not a defense that hasn't been good either, right? So the Cowboys, the games that they have been in it is because it's been a shootout. It's been a lot of points and the other team usually prevails at the end. So this goes... Perfect for the Steelers because even though you can say, well, the Steelers offense, hasn't been clicking completely yet, but this is not a defense that's going to put any resistance to the Steelers offense. And on the other side, this offense with, as Quincy said, this quarterbacks are a 500 in an XFL team. So I guess the Steelers defense with a O-line that right now is iffy, that pressure is going to get to this quarterbacks. How can you predict any win? Like like if we are completely honest to ourselves, the only win, the only way the Steelers can lose is if for some reason Big Ben throws ten picks and gets hurt and leaves the game. I mean, how? I cannot see a path to victory for the Cowboys. So Yeah, even then. <laughs> even, then. even then. Even <laughs> then it's if <iffy>, you right. So <laughs> I, I think it's just a game that the Cap the the Steelers win comfortably by at least I think at least three touchdowns, right? Is it that a beat that booty game? Oh, uh, yeah, is man. Beat Every that booty
3: time, I game it, <laughs> time I say it, it's wrong. I'm not going to say that, it. Yeah. I appreciate that. that. Hey, I appreciate I'm not that. It on the, I'm not <laughs> it on. I don't think it's going to be a beat that booty game. I think it's going to be a whoa, why are they so close for the first quarter? And then it's going to turn into a beat that booty quarter. But nah, it's not going <laughs> to be. <laughs> Game, hey, the Cowboys don't ever get their butt beat when they're supposed to. They like get their butt beat in the wrong way, like when they play like the 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 team out there in Washington. That's when they that's when they get beat down. And you're like, what? You know, they're, they're 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 unpredictable in that way. I'm sure Garrett Gilbert had like 300 yards, two interceptions, and a touchdown. That that, makes they, sense. that sounds about right.
1: Yeah, I mean their offense since since uh, since Dak went down, I think it's, it scored what, 10, 3, and nine in their last three games. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like twenty-two right points now. in three games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and then they're going up again. Right yeah, and they're going up against a Steeler defense. So
0: yeah,
3: yeah. I think and there uh, were people actually thinking that uh Andy Dalton going out for Dak Prescott was gonna be a blessing. It was gonna
1: be a blessing in disguise. A, yeah, yeah, blessing <laughs> in disguise. Uh, Tony Dungy said that. Not just you know, not just anybody. Tony Dungy said that.
3: Yeah. By the way, news to football fans, real quick. Losing your best player on offense is not a blessing in disguise, no matter what it happens. If it's <laughs> O'Neill, if it's if it's Dak Prescott, if you lose a Pro Bowl Caliber offensive player does not make your offense better. I know Raven fans are like two more losses away from saying that stupid stuff about Lamar. It does not make your team better. You know, you're not going to get RG3 in they're out there spreading the ball out like this. Stop, stop,
2: stop. They call for McSorley in Baltimore for some reason. Not RG3. But- <laughs> I love it. If Baker Mayfield's
3: worst equivalent is like Case Keenum as in he does everything Baker does but worse, that's exactly what a McSorley. Trace McSorley is. He, he's Lamar but like can throw way less. As less on talent, um, less and not, blend, not runner, everything less. but he's got heart, Sonny. That's that's what matters. Yeah. Right? Great value,
0: Bruh. Lamar Jackson for sure. Hey, just so you guys know, if you are watching, please uh, like, comment, and subscribe. We truly appreciate that. Super chats are open if you do want your comment guaranteed to be read and shouted out. Uh, those are open. I'm going to say this: one of my good friends is actually a Cowboys fan, and around 2017, he texted me during preseason, and he was like, "Bruh." This Cooper Rush dude is oh, legit. No. He's legit. he's like falling out. He's amazing. Like he Dyke might have to Dak might have to watch out. And I was just like, all right, so no. let me look into this guy. So the reason that Cowboys, the Cowboys love Cooper Rush is because he was a preseason champion, right? Oh, yeah. He had a preseason where he finished with 38 out of 51 attempts, 398 passing yards, six touchdowns, and no interceptions. So he was just the preseason king. The problem is this isn't the preseason, bro. And the reason that they cut him was because they signed Andy Dalton. Obviously, they felt like Andy Dalton had more experience. But I think one thing that Quincy said is this could be closer than people expect, right? I think he could come out and kind of shock the Steelers. But I think what's going to do them in is the fact that the offensive line is horrible. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have the best pass rush in the league. And like Sonny would always say, the game is run in the trenches. If you can't block those guys, it doesn't matter if you have Mike Vick from 2002 back there. It doesn't matter. Uh, that guy's gonna get hit. So Cooper Rush is obviously not Mike Vick. Uh, obviously, is not a NFL starting caliber quarterback because he was on the practice squad. So this is just gonna be nasty. I, I I think this actually may get ugly. I think it could get ugly, and we've seen that. And I think Tony talked about the Dallas Cowboy receivers. Well, if you own a Dallas Cowboy receiver in fantasy like me, you know for a fact that quarterback position has completely wiped away that wide receiver position. C.D. Lamb, won one one uh, weekend, I think, got me like point half of a point. And that was with Andy Dalton. So I don't even know what he's going to do with Cooper Rush. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just going to be an ugly season for the Dallas Cowboys uh, this season. Obviously, their defense can't stop anyone. You talk about the, the Steelers wide receivers against that secondary. Uh, yeah, that's going to get kind of nasty. I think uh, – I think Mapletron might have a day. I think everybody might have a day. Hey, even uh, even your boy at tight end might have a day as well. Ebron. Ebron, Ebron might get off too. And it's, it pains me to say that, but the Dallas Cowboys are not good. I was wrong when we talked about the Browns versus the Cowboys way back, thinking that the Cowboys were like a decent team. Nah, bro, they're bad. You
3: know what? This is where the Cowboys are at. I was looking at Vach Lombardi's Twitter. He's a Cowboy fan and a draft analyst. And he was watching college football. He was like, you know, the better Justin Fields look, the more likely it is we could trade that top five pick. I was like, damn, that's where you at. You're looking (laughs) for potential trades already. You're rooting for quarterbacks (laughs) to look good already just so you could trade them. That's a hell of a place to be in. And you know what? Nobody in the AFC North, as of now, is in that position, so you know, let's just kind of laugh at them because it ain't us, it ain't yeah. us, it good. ain't us, baby. It ain't us, it ain't me. <laughs> this <laughs> is not the NFC lease,
0: <laughs> right? Not the NFC lease at all, yeah. It, yeah, the NFC is just, just ugly right now, but that brings us to the next matchup, right? And this is actually going to be a solid one. I definitely will be tuned in for this one. Uh, you're talking about. The Ravens versus the Colts, right? Phillip Rivers decided that he wanted to play football again against the Bengals and has lit it up, and he's made a lot of people eat their words. He was playing solid in terms of completion percentage, but he wasn't making those down-the-field throws. But in that Bengals game, and since then, he started to really turn it on. So, Sonny, what are your thoughts on this game? Obviously, the Colts are a solid team. Is it something that Baltimore should worry about coming off of the loss from the Steelers? Are you fully confident in you guys going out there and getting the W?
2: So, no, not fully confident. It looks like this Colts team, basically, as the year has progressed, the offense at least had developed more chemistry, right? the so Rivers feels more comfortable. So, it looks like this was a team that it was good to get them early. At this point, they're more comfortable. Second, the Ravens teams are dealing with the C-list. So, Marlon ain't playing. So, in our cornerback position right now is super thin. Just we have a bunch of injuries. So Jimmy Smith and um, Peters are still gonna play and that's still a good two. The problem is after that, right? Bond was brought up from the practice squad and he got a lot of snap and the Steelers just target him badly. Well, Bond is on the C-list and Bond has got no practice so he cannot get practice because if he tests negative, he will come out of this list on Saturday. So a guy that needs a lot of reps, ain't getting the reps. And that was a guy that you brought from the practice squad. So the corner situation looks thin. Patrick Queen and some of the other D-lines are also on the seat. So this defense, are gonna, it's going to be interesting how the defense comes out. I think this defense is going to see if the front four is going to be able to pressure Phillip. And if not, I think they're going to blitz him. They're going to blitz him and they're going to say, we're going to hit you because when he when Philip Rivers gets antsy, he tends to throw the pick. And I think that's the game plan against the Colts. Pressure him, look for, to rattle him because River Rivers, although he's a veteran, he does get rattled, he likes to throw to the other team. Um, so I that think that's the game plan. On the other side of the offense, that side of the, uh, the, the field is gonna be interesting how that O-line works, right? No Stanley, he's gonna be out for the rest of the year. Uh, Phillips, I think he'll be out, but I keep saying, I think the guard situation is in better position, although your best backup guard is going to be moving to right tackle on Fluker, so both tackles are going to be playing out of position. Uh, in the case of Brown moving to the left side and Fluker, more of a guard moving to the right side. So how they going to protect against a really good D-line from the Colts. Uh, that's going to be interesting. I think the game plan is going to be like this run because usually that's where your O-line does best. No matter if your O-line is bad, Running, it's more natural for those guys to just pass blocking. Fluker's not a great pass blocker, and he can be okay here and there, but throughout a whole game, especially on the tackle side, he is not the most light-footed guy to protect. Uh, and then Lamar will be, we have to be slippery, and he has to be smart. He cannot be turning the ball over. So this is going to be a tight game. Different from the Steelers, this is going to be a tight game. With the Colts progressing, as I've seen them in the past couple of weeks, offensively specifically, and the defense being a decent defense and with the Ravens dealing with injuries plus, plus like I said, the C-list, all that is feels like a perfect storm right now brewing in Baltimore in this game. I think the Ravens win. I think the Ravens are a better team. Let me say it like that. I think the Ravens are the better team. It's just unfortunate timing for them to face the Colts uh, in Indy. So I'm going to say the Ravens probably win by a t- by around a touchdown. But I'm not gonna say like, oh no, this is this is gonna be an easy dub. It's not an easy dub. I think there's concerns. I think main thing will be for the Ravens: can they run? Can they protect Lamar? That's the first side. And second, can they force uh, Rivers to turnovers? If those three things happen, then you can see uh, easier path to victory. If they cannot run, it's gonna be a long day. If Philip Rivers uh, picks them apart, it's gonna be a long day, right? So, But still, even if it is a tight game, I think the Ravens are around seven um, points by a touchdown. I think they win. Quincy, what are your thoughts on this Ravens-Coach game?
3: Yeah, um, this is actually an intriguing one, right? Because the Ravens, um, one of the issues has been being able to move the ball down the field through the air consistently. Um, And one of the things that the Colts do well is defending that secondary. Now, they're a little bit different of a secondary where they're not really going to – they're not going to be one of the secondaries that play with the ball in the air a lot. They usually just try to let you get what you can underneath and then tackle. I don't know if that's a successful strategy against um, some of what the Ravens like to do because that can backfire against them. Um, but there's going to be another game where you're going to ask the question of how are the Ravens going to attack and... How successful are they going to be in that attack? Are they going to try to, you know, continue to get Marquise Brown involved? I know there's been uh, reports. I don't know how legitimate they are that he's been complaining about his role just a little bit. And Lamar's kind of talked to him about that. I don't know if that means more targets for him. I'll be honest with you. I think more targets for Marquise Brown means more possibility you lose this game. I don't think he's the guy that needs to be prioritized in this offense. Um, if the Ravens come into this game, though, and they prioritize that run game, even though it's going to be tough sledding um, on the inside, I think they'll be able to get outside zone quite easily. Uh, Lamar Jackson is fantastic at it. If you can get outside zone against the Steelers, you can get against anybody um, because the Steelers are probably the best in the league in that uh, we know from experience in in Cleveland. Um, So I I think that's going to be the challenge. Um, Can the Ravens win this game? Absolutely. Are they the better team? Absolutely. But will they attack in a manner that's going to be productive for them or will they come out here Trying to prove something about Lamar, trying to prove something about this offense, trying to prove that, you know, they're they're not one dimensional, that they're not going to go back to this. If they come into it with that mindset, this is going to be a much closer game than a lot of people expect. And it could be a game they lose if Philip Rivers doesn't throw a ton of interceptions.
0: So, Tony, what are your thoughts on this game, sir? Yeah. I mean, you know, like, like, uh, like
1: Sonny said, you know, the Ravens go into this game, uh, with a ton of question marks, right? I mean, obviously the injury situation is not great for them. You know, they have the situation with Marlon Humphrey and, and, you know, that whole thing with, with players having to sit out of this game. Uh, and you know, they're coming off of this loss to the Steelers and, you know, what's going on with this offense and Lamar Jackson. And then of course you, you pile on top of that, you know, Hollywood Browns comments and Lamar coming out and saying, Hey, that's on me. And I want to get him to be more part of the offense. And we'll say, look, you know, Having having wide, look all wide receivers have that mentality right they want the ball right and they are going to be frustrated when they don't get the ball um or I, I just say the majority of receivers will have that mentality now it can be dangerous you know people used to say about Ben Roethlisberger that the reason why he threw so many interceptions it wasn't Ben's fault it was actually AB's fault for for complaining so much right <laughs> now I mean look you know is there truth to that I mean you can definitely say this that, uh, that a, Big hot, uh, a hot no fans would say this all the time and and you could say that. Uh, you know, a a high percentage of his interceptions went to AB's way, right? But here's the thing, of course they are, because you're going to throw to your best player a bunch of times, right? So I don't know that I ever bought into that. It is one thing to watch out for, though, I guess. If you buy into the idea that, like, once a wide receiver starts getting in a quarterback's head, that he's going to go to that wide receiver even when he shouldn't, I guess you should worry about that. I don't necessarily buy into it, but you know, I I wanted to bring it up anyway because obviously Steeler fans uh, saw that firsthand. The thing about the Ravens, though, and why I don't think there should be any panic on the Ravens in this football game, is that I think this is – the Ravens – look, Bill Simmons has this idea of the good-bad team, right? Meaning that there's a team every year that wins a bunch of games because they have an easy schedule, right? They beat all the teams they should beat, but they can't beat anyone that's better than them, right? You could almost say that about the Ravens. I not think they're the good-bad team, but they're like the good-great team, right? Like the Ravens are a great team. They just – the teams that they struggle against are the elite-elite, the top-top of the league. Um, and so I like, look at this game against the Colts, and I get it. I get why Ravens fans would be would be upset about this game. Uh, because because of the injury situation and because the Colts are playing well right now. But the one thing I think, you know, looking at this Colts game is you would have said five weeks ago, boy, this Ravens offense with how with how it's playing right now, going up against one of the better defenses in the league, that could be another recipe for a, a, Lamar, a bad Lamar game and a, a closer game than it should be. And Rivers can make some plays down the stretch. But what doesn't get talked about enough is th- this, this Colts defense hasn't been the same the last couple weeks. They've dealt with a lot of injury. Um, and, you know, th- this is a Ravens offense that, Look, it, it played. They played at a high level last week outside of Lamar Jackson. So I think I think this Ravens offense will be fine. I think I think this game is in Indy, right? So this is going to be played mm-hmm. on turf, indoors. Yep. Huge for Lamar. I mean, it's, you know th- that that emphasizes speed. Lamar's speed will come into play. Um, and so I think I think the Ravens win this one. I wouldn't even be surprised if the Ravens win this one comfortably. I know the Ra- the, you know, the, the Colts uh, have a, have a, a nice offense right now. Rivers is playing at a high level. That Ravens uh, Ravens defense is opportunistic. Their corners are still very good. I know they're. There are, uh, some of them are not going to play in this game, but I would imagine Rivers turns the ball over a couple times. Lamar gets it going. Wouldn't be surprised if this were even a blowout for the Ravens.
2: Let me say something real quick. Breaking news. The uh, uh-huh. Gar Phillips, he's out for the... Well, he's in IR. At least he got placed in IR.
1: Tyree so, Phillips?
2: Tyree Phillips got oh. placed in IR. All right. It's I'll not going to be a blowout
1: anymore. I mean, my I'll goodness. they are out
2: for the year. Stanley's out for the year. Phillips, they said that he can come back in six weeks, but... It, but he's out and well he's out for a while and then uh, Stanley's out for the year. Um so yep. We'll see.
1: It's true DeMar- DeMarcus Lawrence could make a big impact in this game if if if, if that is the case. Because yeah. he's a gr- yeah. he's great. He's a great defensive lineman. The Ravens' off- interior offensive line already isn't good. Tyrell Fields probably their best interior lineman. DeForest Buckner. Yeah. DeForest <laughs> Buckner, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, for me, I'm going to have to go with the Colts in this one. And it's simply because the Ravens are having all the wrong injuries at the wrong time. As you guys just stated, all of the injuries that are going on, no Marlon Humphrey. That's literally their best corner um, into this game. And the Colts right now, they're just healthier than the Ravens right now, right? And I think that we're seeing Phillip Rivers ever since I had on the Phillip Rivers is trash uh, moniker here. He's been going off. And I think that the Ravens traditionally, we all know they have one of the best secondaries in uh, in football, but the best ability is availability. With them not having their best guys in there, eventually something's got to give. And then I think, like Sonny has also stated, with them not having uh, Stanley in, I mean, that's a huge loss. And this was already an offensive line that, that had some issues. Now, the coach don't really blitz like that. Uh, they don't really send too many blitzers, but they do have – uh, talented guys on that defensive line. The way that the Ravens have to win this game and try to control it is to get that running game going. I think there's too much emphasis put on, hey, let's try to pass the ball and let's do this and that. Just be the Baltimore Ravens. And what that is is an offense and a running attack that no one can stop. Now, the coach's defense, I did feel like early on they didn't really play anybody. Um, they definitely had some chinks in the armor, but they still are a solid run defense. But you can have some opportunities. Even in that Bengals game, Joe Mixon had some opportunities until he went out that game with like an injury and came back in. So I think what I saw from Gus Edwards last week, uh, what I saw from uh, the other running back, the the kid from Ohio State. J.K. I can't, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins. Ride that. Keep riding that throughout this game. Try to keep Phillip Rivers Man. off of the field. And if you do get a turnover like you guys usually do with forcing those fumbles, you got to cash in on them. Now, the good thing is – Uh, T.Y. Hilton has not been himself. T.Y. Hilton is a shell of himself this season. And so he's not really going to be much of a factor, I think, personally in this game. I just don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if it's father time or or what's going on, but he is not the same guy. Uh, But uh, the thing is, you've also got those running backs that you have to prepare for and Phillip Rivers. So for me, it's tough, but I think that due to all of the injuries with the Ravens, two key players, and I'm not just talking about basic injuries. We're talking to about, you know, some of the best players on this team. It's going to take away from them, and I think that the Colts can actually squeak away a win, but I still feel like that this will be a close game. Uh, but don't be surprised if the Ravens do take an L here just because of the injuries. Like like we all say, you got to have those guys in there. You got to have those guys in there. So Ooh, thought that was the game. You know, I just a Ravens law. I just feel like I do this whole karmic,
1: you know, cosmically speaking thing. I just can't imagine I cannot imagine a Ravens loss this week, go to five and three. It just, you know, and it's one of those things like I said, you know, a couple weeks ago about I would like to see the Browns lose to the Bengals for, for science reasons. Like, what do they do with Baker? <laughs> you know, same thing in this one, right? You have a Lamar have a terrible game, comes off of that. Boy, if they lose, I mean, you know, obviously, we're not I'm not talking about bench Lamar or anything, but just like, where does where does this Ravens team go from here? Because I still think. You know, this is this is a team that the Ravens could still be there easily could be a 12 and four, even 13 and three team from here on out. Um, I mean, their schedule is is probably a little more difficult than the Steelers. They still have the Titans to play and they have the Steelers left. And depending on how you feel about the Patriots at this point, they have at the Patriots uh, on Sunday Night Football as well. So, you know, there's some tough games left, but I still think they could be a top team. But boy, if they lost this one, you know, then the questions keep getting asked because they're already dealing with all the adversity uh, from last week. And, you know, players questioning one another and that, that kind
2: of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think, I think, think it's,
0: the, go it, ahead,
2: Ace. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I
0: definitely think that it's the only reason that they're losing this game, right? Is because the Colts are five and two, two as well. Right, so I, right. I think if they were playing a bad or a regular team, oh yeah, it would be it it would be Ravens. But the fact that the Colts have been a top team this year and that the Ravens are dealing with these huge injuries, that is literally the only the only reason that I don't have uh, them winning this game. But go ahead, Sonny.
2: No, I was gonna say I think it will come down to to the O line, right? if the Colts can pressure Lamar with this front four without having to blitz, now they can just sit back, right? And just defend Lamar, have a spy, and still defend the receivers, right? Um, so so that, I, I think, two things for the offense. Protect Lamar and just run them down their throat. If you establish the run and you win that T.O.P., the defense on the other side will be good because remember again the defense you have a lot of starters not practicing because of the C list mm-hmm. and on corner side you're thin so it's important for the offense to establish the run so you can win that time of possession because the defense will need breathers it, the depth is not it's almost not existent for that secondary right now yeah. so yeah we need a and you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think my agent's calling me again
0: for a workout <laughs> with the Baltimore Ravens at the <laughs> cornerback position. I'm going to have to get my cleats out and get it going. But before we continue, let's shout out the Trib here yeah, with the Super Chat. Five dollars. Trib, uh, Ravens are wounded, but we don't quit. Big trust. I'm not going to do the, the yeah. Mark Ingram version of that. On. On. But uh, time for right. the youngest. <laughs> Big shred. All
2: right,
0: Time for the youngest to step up. Is it too late to get Yanda back, Sonny? Oh yeah, like the video.
2: Yo, Yanda will have to eat basically McDonald's to be in the way for <laughs> To be, Yanda has lost two, I mean, he lost my. I think he lost like 150. I mean, the dude is super slim. He, he ain't football ready. He will be just pushed out of the way. So, uh, I think in the guard situation we have a lot of bodies. I think one of them should be serviceable enough to to do what Terry was doing because Terry was still a rookie. He had mistakes. It's more concerning Fluker on the uh, on the tackle side. And the other thing is, if Fluker for some reason or Orlando Brown for, for that matter goes down, we had no backup tackles right now. None, none. So you have to put a, a average guard as a tackle. If yeah. Welcome continue. to the life of the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's not good, obviously. So hopefully yeah. we stay healthy and we can push through, and we'll be fine. We'll be okay. Again, I think the, the Ravens win by seven. If all the other stuff happens, establish the run, protect Lamar, then the margin will grow, in my opinion. But if not by seven,
1: yeah, I just, I just meant from like a from like a you know big picture standpoint, right, nine thousand foot view or whatever. The Ravens lose this game. I mean, you know, I, I know, Sonny, you're going to dispute this, but, like, it doesn't feel like the Ravens are a team that responds well to adversity, right? We've seen this in the past. So the adversity of losing two straight, what happens from that point? Because then they go on the road to – is it on the road to the Patriots or is it at home to the Patriots?
2: I think it's of, at home. No, no. It's, I mean, it's, I'm it's at, I'm on the
1: road. road. It's no, it's right, on the road. So home, home for Tennessee right after. And then you have, ah, okay. so you have this four-game stretch for Baltimore, which which can be a little dangerous for them uh, because, they, obviously, they, they don't want to lose – another game before that game against Pittsburgh because, you know, that can get them back within a game and a half, you know, and then if they beat the Steelers, it brings them back within a game and, um, and, and gets them back the tiebreaker uh, depending on what happens within the rest of the AFC North and, and the rest of the AFC. So dangerous to stretch here and, you know, not to say like tailspin is happening after this game, but, you know, again, for science purposes, I just want to see – I would love to see how this Ravens team responds to a, to back-to-back losses uh, given what we've seen out of their out of their history.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. So, uh, thank you guys for. Wait, wait, for wait, 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 wait. there's a couple. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> I don't think cute, cute, cute didn't talk about this game, right? No, I did. No, oh, he didn't. Okay. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, I, I Sorry, said Lamar gonna have
3: <laughs> some issues against the DBs. Uh, right, that's that's they right. and if they try to put Boo Boo Brown on the outside and give him, yeah, a ton that's to right. Target, that's
2: right.
1: Gonna... Yeah, one thing I did want to talk about with this game because when, you know, last week we all know the Steelers and Ravens should have been on Sunday Night Football. Okay, that should have been the national game last week. Instead, we had to watch what was it, Cowboys, uh, Cowboys, Eagles was the was the national game this week. Same kind yeah. of deal, same kind of deal. Steelers, cow, Cal- my Steelers are playing the Cowboys at 425, which is essentially if you go that to the map, trash. it's 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 the national game, it's played every yes. How, how in the world is the Pittsburgh Steelers against Cooper Rush going to be the national game? And then I don't know what the Sunday night game is this week, I assume it's it's better than last week,
3: They've been uh, but there are better
1: games to play nationally. I mean, I look, you know. I love the Steelers, love to watch them, I'm in Orlando so having them on national TV works for me but like even Ravens-Colts is a better national game to put it forth I don't know how they how they make these uh you know, these, these decisions There's then, only
3: been one national game this year that's been like, okay, that makes a lot of sense and even then it didn't make sense, which was what Ravens-Chiefs on Monday night, even though that should have been a Sunday night game Yeah, um, That's the only yeah. game I've been like, yo gotta get to a TV set to watch this matchup, yeah. everything else is like hey. I guess the Seahawks yeah. are playing on NBC for the fifth time in a row.
2: Saint Tampa <laughs> Bay is the, is the match. That's a good one for for Sunday night. Monday it's night. night, night. Okay, yeah, Monday night Patriots okay, hold, on. Jets.
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, no one other thing because we're gonna we, we're we we're not gonna go long tonight, but uh, I am gonna derail us. The Jets are zero the zero eight. Their schedule is very difficult for the rest of the year. They have like no winnable games left unless you think they can beat the Chargers. Oh, sixteen Nope. Oh, 16. Except except. Hold, hold on. on, they play the Chargers. They play, they play the Chargers,
3: yeah. I know a little bit about going, oh, and something and going playing the Chargers, baby. That is yes, never man. a guaranteed loss. Look, are the conditions of that game weird? Is it, is, it, is it a home Jets game? Is it played on a Saturday? The weirder it is, the more favorable <laughs> it to the Jets.
2: Look, I picked the Browns that week.
3: I was at that game on a Saturday. Look, look, it, 0-16 ain't guaranteed when you play the Browns and the Je- in, the, in, the, in the Chargers. We'll find a way to make that not happen. Browns are going to protect their crown as the most recent 0-16 team. Um, So, you know, we'll see what happens there, but that's going to be interesting. <laughs> but I did want to say,
1: like, the Patriots play – or the Jets play the Patriots twice. Now, the Patriots are obviously, like, falling off a cliff at this point. Jordan. Uh I think the I think the Jets one win may be against the Patriots. As crazy as that would sound, Ooh, Bill Belichick. Whoo. Yeah, but they. I mean, this the Patriots are in free fall. I mean, they're in absolute free fall. They lost to the Broncos two weeks ago. Uh, I could easily, I could see, not easily, but I could see the Jets being a one in fifteen team. Their one win, Patriots.
3: Oh, Patriots. Hey, Bill Belichick ain't losing to no Jets. Now I
2: was gonna say He it. just it's
0: lost to Drew Locke two weeks ago.
3: They Tony. Tony, Tony they this just is the
0: covered. Time. They, the,
3: the Chiefs I, covered a 20. 20- I get <laughs> it. It's logical. The Patriots are not good. But here's the thing that y'all not coming in. The Browns went 0-15, coming into a game against the Steelers that was starting Landry Jones. Right, and right. James Washington is the duo on the offense. <laughs> and the Browns came into that game and lost starting all their starters, obviously dying to win so they don't go 0-16, and they lost that game. You know why they lost that game? Not because Pittsburgh played better. Because they the cause they the Browns and they the Steelers. This is what happened. They, right, so but, no, no, one but had, no,
1: one thought, right, but 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 no one thought the Patriots were gonna be this bad, right? I mean Cam Newton on the team, like no one thought, yeah. oh yeah, this is gonna be a two-bive. The, the Patriots
3: team. are this bad until they play the Jets, until they yeah. beat the Jets <laughs> <laughs> and The Jets ain't about to do that. Yeah. You, think this, you think this season's about to have any happiness for the Jets? There ain't gonna be no happiness. Yeah.
1: There ain't gonna be no Jets. If no. you're the Jets, look the one the one saving grace you can take is out of a one in fifteen team. You beat the Patriots in your worst year, right? Like you know that's the when they yeah. finally get
3: over. Bill, you know Bill Belichick thinking just like Cincinnati fan. Look, we might not make the playoffs, but we definitely ain't about to lose to no Jets. No. You know I the, wish same play thing, the, Jets. the same thing, Bengals fans are like we ain't about to finish below the Browns for so <laughs> many years, right? No, he ain't about. To, Bill Belichick will pull out all the stops. You will see Julian Edelman at quarterback before you see them lose to the Jets. <laughs> <Yeah>. He ain't <laughs> about no. to lose. Gonna, unless gets, Bill right? Belichick, uh, unless Bill Belichick get the Rona and he can't coach that game, oh, ah, nah, nah, come on now, come on now, he ain't about to lose to no Jets. <laughs> All right, I'm starting out there, starting on, the keep an Jets, eye on if, Monday night. Keep an the, eye on. If it. the Patriots were mediocre, like two wins right now, um, and the Jets were coming into this game like five and eight, well, five and three, I would still say ain't no way the Jets gonna beat the Patriots. did <laughs> oh, yeah. then the Bills just
0: lose to the Patriots. If not Matt really Castle right now came in and was like, I'm going to start this game against the Jets, the Patriots would win. Like, the right. Patriots would still win. No, not the sure. Jets, Jets, Jets are, are complete
3: Jets. garbage. They Jared are complete Stidham, garbage. Jared Stidham going to get one of them Jacoby Bursette, uh Jimmy Garoppolo contracts off the Jets if he gets <laughs> to play versus the Jets. Like, come on now. The Jets ain't about to go- like. The Jets-Browns fans, we have a lot of similarities, and I know this for a fact. When you have having a season like the Jets are having, there is no way that the sports guys are going to throw you a gift like beating your rival the year you go on yeah. 16 Your only hope is the Chargers and maybe the Browns because those are the two teams the sports history says will do something stupid like lose to the Jets. Bill Belichick ain't about to lose yeah. to the Jets. Darnold has thrown
0: three touchdowns and six interceptions this season, so just
2: let that sink in. Yeah, yeah. the Q's point point, when the Ravens were bad, that that one year the Ravens was really (laughs) bad, and (laughs) Uh, and and all they had to do was make a field goal. I think they were losing by one. Oh, yeah, this this year, and and the Browns, yeah, Monday night, the Browns are winning by one point, I think, or two. They were going to kick the field goal to go by five or four, whatever it was. And we not only blocked the field goal, Will Hill ran it back for a touchdown. And this is the year that the Ravens went five and 11, right? I think
3: that same year, the Browns went up by like 21 against the the Ravens at like halftime in one game. That wasn't the same game. They went up 21 at halftime. Isaiah Crowell was having a monster game. They did not score after this. This is like predicting that the Atlanta Falcons are going to come back from 20 points. Like this is just – (laughs) you don't do this with the Jets. Like they're not about to beat the Patriots. No. Uh, I don't care how sorry. the Patriots are. I'm it out there as a possibility. Bill Belichick is still breathing. They're not going to be. The Jets ain't going to lose. No. The Jets ain't going to beat the Patriots. No. One, th-
0: one thing I want to say is can we finally admit that Tom Brady was not a system quarterback and was was not just a success because of Bill Belichick? Can we finally admit that now? Is I want to know what's in Bill
3: Belichick. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready, I'm not not ready to have anything I demand that Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady both get drug tested because those are not the same human <laughs> beings that went into this season. Somehow they went into a time machine and came out in 2007 because they planned like 2007. It's it, it 2016 all over again. It literally is with Tom Brady coming out that time machine, whipping that ball down the field in a Bruce Arian system like he ain't got all that mileage on him, and you got Ben Roethlisberger out here just looking as good as he's ever been. Might get MVP vote. Like this is ridiculous at this point. I want to know if that's the same molecular human being that entered this that ended the season last year. Because I'm, I swear to you, they found some age reversing technology. I'm going <laughs> to find like a conspiracy theory. But uh, something is happening in happened.
1: Germany that Kobe went and did resurrected his career too.
3: <laughs> There's Something, something's going on because these these dudes just came out here playing like 2014, and I am just I am in shock at this point. Um, but you know, hey, good good for them, good for them. Right. Shout
0: out to the Trib two dollar uh, super chat. He says Bill was more important than Tom, but Tom's great for sure, for sure. Uh, so before we get out of here, we've got a special announcement to make. Uh, The AFC North talk. We enjoy having you guys come in. We enjoy having all of these divisional fans come in and talk in the comments. Well, we actually have a new thing now uh, that you guys can all come and talk trash to each other. in. it's called the flick app. And that's F.L.I.C.K. And you can find it by looking in your application store. You download it. We actually also will have a link in the the description for that. I'll go ahead and tweet it out as well. Uh, But be sure to join that because you guys can talk to each other, talk so much trash in there. And it kind of was something that we wanted to do to have a community, this community in there, be able to talk about everything. So um, definitely be sure to sign up for that. And we also will be in there ourselves. So it's kind of cool. We actually have all kind of. Uh, game information and essentially it's just like a sports chat or a group chat for sports, uh, primarily the AFC North. So if you're a fan of this show, definitely be sure to check that out and join. Uh, we've got 92 people watching right now. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, so that you know when this show goes live. Because obviously uh, we went live on Monday, which we usually go on Tuesdays for 5:45. But that way you'll always keep up to date with the show. Uh, so with that said. We're going to go ahead and let the guys um, get their chance and to give you their information and get up out of here. Tony, where can they find your stuff?
1: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country. You can find me on Locked On Steelers every Tuesday. Uh, It's a daily podcast hosted by my friend Christopher Carter, uh, but I am on Tuesdays. And you can also find me here, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 545. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you can be notified when we go
0: live. Quincy. Quincy, you stay there? Quincy's frozen. Oh, he's frozen. All right. Um, So you guys can find Quincy at uh, youtube.com slash Quincy Carrier. I think he also has a Twitch channel as well, and he is back to give his sign off. Quincy, let them know uh, where they can find your stuff.
3: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, you can check me out on YouTube.com slash Quincy Carrier. Also check me out on Twitch, um, twitch.com with twitch.tv slash Quincy Carrier. I'm going to be doing a franchise mode stream probably tonight because I'm bored and I want to do something. Um, So I'm probably going to do a franchise mode stream tonight. If not tonight, definitely Friday at 7. So check me out in those two areas. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Quincy.
0: Especially when he plays the Bengals on that franchise mode. Anytime well, he I plays the Bengals on Madden, anytime Quincy plays the b- Bengals on Madden, they just can't I'm, win. It's like the exact opposite would happen in real life this season. I know, the I beat everybody right else, but <laughs>
3: I can't beat the damn Bengals on Madden. They too good on Madden, especially <laughs> especially with the beginning of the year rosters. They are really good for whatever reason.
0: Definitely, definitely, Sonny,
2: Where can they find your stuff, bro? sports everywhere um, Twitter Facebook uh YouTube uh, IG also obviously here Tuesday and Thursday 545 and yo guys let's join the flick let's talk you know it's, it's a good way to connect when we are not here because sometimes you know the chat is coming quick the chat is coming hot shout out to everybody that does super chat but sometimes we cannot interact as much as we want in the chat uh, but we want to do that in flick so go join flick
0: yeah, definitely. I'm going to go ahead and, and post that link here uh, before I give my update. But you guys know that you can find me at New Stripe City. You can also find me on the AFC North Talk. So if you're here, definitely be sure to subscribe. Uh, enjoy reading the comments. So definitely lead us, leave us some feedback. And if you want to get on the flick, it's I'm telling you, it's free. You can literally join it, talk about all the kind of stuff. They do streams on game day. So uh, if you are in there, there's a whole message board for you to interact with all of us on game day for us to talk trash. Uh, so definitely be sure to check it out. Uh, but that is going to do it for the AFC North Talk.